Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome back to Break It Down. It is I, Alex McCarthy, being joined by the recently on tour, Kenny McIntosh. Inside the Ropes is where it's at. Uh, It's been a couple of weeks, but we are back with plenty to get into and plenty to talk about with shows being announced in Australia and Royal Rumbles and not to mention, The Rock came back. (laughs) Since we last spoke, The Rock came back. I'm the biggest rock mark in history. How have I held this in so long? Nobody bloody knows. Uh, Kenny, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. We've uh, the rocks come. The rocks come back. Edge has went to AEW. Lots been going on. Lots, lots of stuff. But um, yeah, I was on tour with Derek Bischoff, so that that was very fun. Um, I got to play a game of Hogan Fact or Fiction with him in Cork, which. He uh, it was very good, a very good sport about. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm very good. I, I mean, have you recovered now from the, the Rock's return? Have you managed to settle and sleep at night again? No, I'm still very aroused, Kenny. Still very. <laughs> uh, it, then, I, I just had the show on by chance as well. Like I didn't know he was going to be there. I was up on a Friday and I was just like, oh, all right, fuck it. I'll I'll catch ten minutes of SmackDown, see what happens. Um, and then Pat McAfee came out, and I was like, "Wow, okay, starting off hot." I haven't seen Pat in a while. I like Pat. Um, and then the way it was getting teed up, I was like, I'll "Tell you what, could it? Could it?" 
Uh, and of course, the great one uh, decided to don us with his presence. But I mean, I loved it. I, I don't think The Rock is as sharp as The Rock was once. He's more Dwayne now, right? But um, I still, I still would like every time he's on the screen. It is a horrible pun to say, but it is electrifying, and he brings something to the table that nobody really can in WWE anymore. So I loved it, but um, I'm more interested in what he was saying earlier that day with Pat and saying that him and Roman was set from LA because I really went to LA and it didn't happen. And then, of course, now it's like we're gonna get, we're gonna get that, hopefully in Philadelphia. Um, I, I just believe it when I see it. But I think with the merger, there's actually more chance now, Kenny. Yeah, I think there is. And I, I was gonna ask you because do you think if they do it at WrestleMania 40, do you think it fucks over Cody Rhodes in any way, or do you think that it, you know, it's it's the biggest match they can do, so they should just do it no matter what? Yeah, the latter. The latter. I think. Um, Sorry, Cody, you, can, you have to get fucked on this one, my friend. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that story, it's not even Cody's fault because the story should have been done at the last WrestleMania. I still think they missed the boat there. And I still think that was the wrong decision. Uh, and I think basically everything that stemmed from that, you know, look at the Bloodline story and, and when it was really hot and unfolding up to Money in the Bank, I guess. And then obviously the Jey Uso Roman match off the back of that and the J the Jimmy turn. I think none of that needed the title. Not one bit of it needed the title, in my opinion. And I think you could do Rock and Roman next year without the title as well. But they will probably do it with the belt and Roman will beat Rock and it'll be magical and blah blah blah. Um and I just think there isn't a single match that you can mention within the industry that is in the same stratosphere as Rock and Reigns in terms of mainstream appeal, box office buys, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody, nobody can make a compelling case against it. I'd love to hear it if they've got it, because if you're trying to tell me it's more important to have Cody Rhodes finish the story than to have the Rock and Roman Reigns on the marquee event of WrestleMania, for what reason? It doesn't I, matter. I guess the only thing that is kind of, that, that is complicated about doing it is, if Roman beats The Rock, it kind of feels like, as, you know, it's going to be difficult to maintain interest in Cody and Roman at that point, I think. But if Rock was to win, that also doesn't really seem very plausible because he's not going to stick around. So I think the finish is going to be tough to pull off, but, you know, I th- at least it's not Vince in charge anymore. So, I mean, well, he's calling the shots, obviously, but... I think Triple H will hopefully be able to have a say in what the... Um, because actually, I mean, you you will hate this and it's not going to happen. But I th- I mean, I, there is part of me that thinks it would be great if Rock went heel and he was the heel against no, the babyface Roman. I, I would, why would you say I would hate that? I love that. Uh, 2003 Hollywood Rock is incredible. Because that would be... If he did that, that would be something different. Because the fear if he comes back and just does Rock and Roman Reigns is that he just kind of does the shtick that like, because I think, you know, rock detractors, I'm not saying that, I'm one of them, Alex, calm down. But like, um, one of the criticisms of him in his last few runs that he came back was that he wasn't really the rock, he was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Correct. He was like, you know, he, he was like, you know, playing the greatest hits kind of thing. 
Mm. And I don't know how he comes back and does it fresh, but I mean, I, I look. Would I? Would I love to see it? Of course I would. I, I mean, I plan on going to WrestleMania 40 anyway. If The Rock was there, great. Uh, I think Roman could could get a great match out of him. So there's a lot of upside to it, but let's just hope they have a plan of afterwards. Yeah. So that it's not kind of because we've seen this before. The Rock comes back, does a big match, it's great. Then he leaves, and we're kind of left picking up the pieces of what's left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, I'm normally an advocate of like, I remember being quite mad that The Rock just came back and beat CM Punk the way he did. And, uh, you know, that kind of left Punk heading into that WrestleMania when, you know, really they could have done Punk a part of Cena and Rock. Or, you know, well, you could have done a multitude of things other than The Rock goes, I fancy being champion again. Thus, <laughs> your, your year long reign, let's just kick that in the dust, shall we? Um, and I think obviously they, they would, You'd hope they would be smarter about it now, um, but I, yeah, again, I, I still think that WWE's vision of that will be, well, this is the biggest match. We'll figure out the rest later, and if history tells us anything, that's exactly what they will do. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, alas, it's not the only major move. Kenneth, we've seen Edge debut in AEW since we last spoke as well, and I have to say. I saw the segment on Dynamite last night of him and Christian Cage, and I thought it was fucking excellent, right? One of the best things I've seen on AWTV in a while. Um, I was really suckered in by the cuddle and the Uncle Jay malarkey and, you know, we should finish it together. And I was seduced by Edge's words. In fact, I wanted to see it. And then the go fuck yourself was perfect. It was (laughs) If it had been anything less, right? If he hadn't have used that verbiage, it wouldn't have been as great. But um, it was perfect. And I, I'm excited to see how this jumps off. And I don't really want Edge to kind of waste, you know, t- typically speaking, they would go, okay. And, you know, like CM Punk started working everybody. I, you know, I, I don't have faith that Edge's body would hold up to do a real run. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to see him do the things I want to see and do them quickly. Yes, I mean, I I've said before he before he jumped that I really wanted him to go to AEW because I thought that there was nothing left for him to do in WWE, and he kind of in, in interviews has said what I thought the case would be, which is that yeah. you know he he wanted to do more, and I mean it would be a test for him because when he had the Finn the Finn Balor Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania this year, Finn Balor should have gone over in that match and he didn't, and that is something that I think. Hopefully, when he in this AEW run, he is going to put some people over that, that need it. But the appearance at Wrestle Dream was top tier. The fact that they managed to land the rated R superstar tagline is just, I mean, it's exceptional. And then, yeah, I saw the segment from last night's Dynamite. I mean, Christian Cage is doing the best work of his career. He deserves flowers, hundred mm. percent. I mean, he's he 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 low key is better than Edge. I've always, I've been very vocal about that on Twitter. I've always been a muscle fan. I mean, I thought he was very underrated in their original run at the turn of the millennium. Like, yeah. you know, Edge obviously was the one coming out of that group, but I always found Christian immensely entertaining, and he just kind of got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, and, and now he is in AEW, and he's doing this great. I mean, the, the two or three falls match he had with Derby at Clayview was great. He's just been knocking it out of the park. So when Adam Copeland came into AEW and they did that segment last night, it was it was perfect. It was perfect. They've And obviously, you, you kind of want to see them against each other, but I saw your tweet earlier, and I think that 
we are going to see the turn at some point and we are going to see them together, which, you know, that's, you know, that's the money. But I, I do want to say, I don't think Tony Khan listens to this, but in case he does, ah, just yeah. because, because I saw this tweet and I was like, perfect. And somebody said, this is the first time and since 1999 where all six of the TLC guys are not under contract to WWE. Oh, the first Christ. time. Don't suggest it. And there is a reason that that match should never happen again because it would be bad. And I hope that that is remembered because Edge and Christian can still go. Yeah, but the temptation. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know, I know. But I mean, we've seen, I mean, if, you, if you've checked out any of the Hardy Boys recent stuff on Rampage or Collision, it has not been pretty. No. I mean, I do think they'll do Edge and Christian versus the Hardys at some point. Um, you know, whether that's just a match or a, a program, I assume it'll be the former. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree everything you said regarding Edge in the sense that I think pretty much... But the, the, my favourite part of his WWE run was definitely the Seth Rollins feud, yeah. right? That was everything that I hoped it would be. And, you know, when Edge was coming back to the company, those are the exact sort of moments and matches I pined for, right? Never had faced you know, best work of his career, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it just went pretty much downhill from there. The AJ match at WrestleMania was a, was a bit of a dream match and I felt that it uh, didn't deliver. And I know that that, you know, kind of set the table for where the Judgment Day would eventually go, but um, I thought there was a disappointment for what it was on paper. And I think the Finn Balor Hell in a Cell match w- was the same, if I'm honest. So I know that the cut kind of derailed that match a bit for Balor, but again... I thought Balor should have gone over and it, it, I just feel like nothing really clicked for Edge on the last kind of 18 months of his run in yeah. WWE. I and I know he had a couple of injuries within his run that, you know, didn't help things and probably didn't always get to where he wanted to go, but uh, nothing hit great after the Seth Rollins feud. And, and then that starts to kind of detract from his luster, right? So I'm... I'm all for him going to AEW, you know, not like JR, like learn a new hold, brother. But, uh, you know, get a new look of paint. You know, Adam Copeland is, is who we are now going to refer to. Um, and, and and it's fresh. It's fresh for him. It's fresh for AEW. I think uh, it's best for all parties. Yeah. And I think the, yeah, I think, I think, I think it's going to be good. I'm, I'm hopeful for it. And I think that by, from the beginning, uh, you know, I th- I think sometimes the criticism would be, oh, it's, a, it's another old ex WWE guy, and yeah, it is. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But at the same time, I'd rather watch Edge than half the guys in AEW. Yeah, yeah, come on you now, know? like, you know, Edge isn't just an ex WWE guy; he's a bona fide wrestling legend, no? Yeah, well, and he can still go, and they need to replace someone after Punk. And I mean, you know, to to put it in perspective, WrestleTex, who are a great uh, TIX, are a great Twitter follower, ex follower, and. And they posted that between Wrestle Dream finishing and last night's show in Stockton, California, they shifted over a thousand extra tickets based on Edge. So those to Edge's name, you absolutely can. So um, we do uh, have an interview we're going to get to in a moment. Montez Ford this week. I mean, he's he's aligned. Uh, well, I say he and the Street Profits have aligned with Bobby Lashley, and we're going to hear all about how that's happened. Um, and Doing well for himself is Big Montez. 
Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, I mean, he's still the single star waiting to break out, right? Yeah, but you know, I think the, the the issue would have been that because the street profits had kind of petered off for a while, I think had well, he, he... He says himself they, they went stagnant, and I was surprised that he actually said that, but I agreed with it. Yeah, I mean, it's good that he's got that clarity. Clarity is, you know, it's, I, mean, you, 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 I mean, I was talking to somebody yesterday who is a wrestler, and I was talking about how, you know, if you're, if you're a wrestler and you have a match, and if I'm, you know, do a live show, I know when it's been good or bad. Yeah, you know, just like if you do an interview, I'm sure you know when it's you've nailed it or when you've not. Right? You well, just you know, know from our WhatsApps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you know, we're friends, of course. But you know, the, the, you know yourself when you've nailed something when you've not. So if he's got the clarity to at least you know say in an interview with you that it was stagnant, that says a lot about him and and what a pro he is. But I mean, if they had decided to go singles with him when the street profits were stagnant, it wouldn't really have got off to the best start. Whereas now, if he does this really good heel run. With him and Dawkins and Lashley, and then he breaks off. That's a that's a more attractive proposition, I think. My idea would be that Lashley ends up treating them both like shit, and uh, or you know, I don't know if the stable's going to expand or whatever. But Ford eventually gets tired of him and somehow manages to overthrow him. Now, in the WWE land, where Lashley's obviously massive and Montez isn't. Um, I don't trust them to book that particularly well. But I do think that there is money in Ford proving himself against Lashley, and, and that's kind of how he gets up to the next level. So I mean, we'll have to see how that plays out. But I do want to uh, just, just one last thing very, very quickly, because I just want to shoehorn it in here at the end. Jade Cargill being signed to WWE is a huge move. I love the presentation of it all. And I actually think that she could be a member of uh, Lashley and Street Profits crew. And Ooh. I think where that could kind of be good long-term storytelling is, Montez Bianca? is obviously married to Bianca. So you've yeah, got the... I like it. I like it. I like thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm sure you didn't even know this, but I'm writing about Jade Cargill in the Inside the Ropes magazine this month. I and, did not know that. There you go. Uh, there you go. This is telepathic. Uh, and her <laughs> move, obviously, to WWE. Uh, in my opinion, she is the number one player, not named MJF, perhaps, maybe even with MJF. That WWE would want to pick from AEW, and I will explain why in the uh, in the magazine issue. So make sure you check it out when it drops. I won't spoil the beans now. Um, but anyway, Kenny and I, I would spoil the beans. That's an amusing new term. I'm not going to spill them, and I'm not going to spoil it. So I'm not going <laughs> to spoil the beans. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to wrap this up for like five fucking minutes, Kenny. Uh, on test for fuck's sake. Yes. Yeah, I'm holding this up now. Okay. Uh, 
but remember, guys, uh, Kenny and I will try and be back as semi-regularly as we can. Uh, you know, we're as reliable as a Brock Lesnar appearance on Raw. You just <laughs> never know. Uh, but we do look forward to chatting again in the near future. There is plenty coming up, and we do have a lot of interviews coming down the pike. So uh, stay tuned with that. Of course, Inside the Ropes YouTube channel and... You'll be having a lot to check out of Eric Bischoff soon because uh, Kenny McIntosh has just toured the land with the former WCW brain. Uh, without further ado, thanks very much for listening. Here is Montez Ford. Tez, how are you, man? Good, boss. How are you doing, man? Yeah, man. I'm very good. Uh, very excited to be able to talk to you today for Mail Online. As our, our lovely PR just said, there's a lot to talk about, brother, since I last saw you. You're keeping... Oh, yeah. uh, you're keeping good company, man. Bobby Lashley uh, into the fold as well. Talk to me a little bit about that yourself and uh, and Dawkins uh, buddying up with Bobby Lashley. You know, it's good company, like you said. You know, like me and Dawkins have had some success for a very long time, but it seems like for the last couple of years, it's come kind of like at a hope. And what better person to align ourselves with than Bobby Lashley? You know, he's been here, you know, not to make him sound old or anything, but he's been here ever since we've been watching him growing up. And he's had tremendous amounts of success. So I feel like uh, the success he's had, what better person to align ourselves with than the almighty? I think. And who else would you align with? You you, you align with, with, with Roman? Like, nah, you're not going to allow Roman. He's going to probably take off and let, you know, his other goons handle his mess. You know, Paul Heyman. You know, Paul Heyman's got to go to NXT Tuesday to handle their stuff. No, nah, you want somebody that's going to continuously be there for support in dire need. And as you saw last Friday, he was there in dire need. That's the leadership we want. That's the leadership we need. Consistent leadership. I, I do think... Uh, at least 30% of it is that you wanted to wear fly suits because you look good. <laughs> you yes, want to it up. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I like the looks that my wife gives me. And, you know, just <laughs> all, like, you look good, you feel good, you perform good. So I've always been in the suit ever since I was a little kid, too. So it's good to, like, have it come to fruition on, you know, on camera. Oh, so Bianca's giving you the get-ups. She, she's putting you in these suits. No, well, no, nah, I've always been in them, but it's the look she gives me when I'm in the suit. I got you. I got you. And she also, so like, I've always wanted my own personal tailor, so she actually does tailor the suits and the pants, you know, if I need some extra tailoring. So, like, I'm I'm good to a T when it comes to that. The, the skill set is uh, eternal on that one. Uh, yeah, man. Listen, uh, the other thing that I'm intrigued with with this whole dynamic is that, like, everyone – myself included, like such big fans of the profits as a duo. And that's kind of always been your thing um, on, on TV to add another person to the mix. Like, have, have you always kind of thought to yourself, ah, oh, you know, whether this kind of expands into a stable or it is a trio, like just to, you know, a, a new dynamic to kind of play with. Do you know what I mean? Like it was that kind of exciting because as, as beloved as the street profits were, it was there a bit of you that thought, okay, what, what else can we do as part of this? How can we take this on again? Always. Uh, I feel like because I've been watching it, like I said, for a very long time, over two decades. And so now to be a part of it and just to see like how much we can do to expand to the street profit story. How much can we expand to ourselves? How much can we let the WWE universe know more about ourselves? And, you know, you look at it, it's a tall tale that's of the truth. You know, we have been stagnant for a very 
very long time. So now with the leadership of Bobby Lashley and everything he comes with, you know, maybe that brings us to newfound success and to have us more open up to more opportunities that may come our way instead of just being on just this side and not trying this side and just showing the different range and how far and broad we can go. You know, success as a tag team is never ending. And we won the Evolve, NHT, and SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Never even lost the Raw. I'm going to just keep that in, in in tidy, okay? We never even lost the Raw Tag Team titles. And now I feel like, you know, ultimate goal is not just having more success, but becoming undisputed tag team champions. You know, Judgment Day has done their thing. Sammy and Kevin have done their thing, as well as the Usos. And I think it's time, rightfully so, the street province add that name to that as well. You know, it's been over two years since we've been champions, and I think it's time now. Is, is that why you would call? Is that why you say like you, you use the word stagnant there? I mean, I still found the street profits incredibly entertaining, but I mean, it, do you use that word in the sense of like what you could do on screen, right? Like, it, I guess you you done you do worked with like a lot of the great tag teams, you, right? Is, right. I mean, you have to do something to go to another place. And stagnant isn't always like when you're a perfectionist, you're always hungry for more, the hunger for more. And like, you're just not, when I say stagnant, stagnant as in like you have success, but it's not anything that's prolonged. You kind of like hit like a successful plateau, as I would say. Mm. And nothing really has been further examined. Like, you know, there's no new threats, no new possibilities. There's no new edge. It's just kind of like these guys are just happy with, who they are and where they are. And that clearly was not the case. And it actually, as you see now, it's not the case. And just for us to be the hunger for more, like we're never satisfied with where we at. So when I use stagnant, I use stagnant in the sense of like the accomplishments. And like, when you look back, it's like, you know, the fans, we ask ourselves the question, what have we done for the WWE universe lately? Mm. See what I'm saying? So when you flip that retrospect, it kind of puts you in this thing of like, well, what have we done besides, you know, you are providing escape, you are providing joy, you are providing entertainment, but what successes are you having? Like, mm-hmm. how, is, how is it, how are they going to get behind you if you keep letting them down every single time? You know, it's hard to get behind someone that constantly fails and fails and fails and is okay with failing. And we just kind of had to show everyone that we were not okay with failing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, it happens, but it well, sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's the thing too, though, because like, I mean, you think you were off TV, you did you did some some dark matches and stuff, but like June to August, we didn't really see you on SmackDown. Um, so a like, what was you know that that kind of two month period off? Were you recalibrating, resting, or just getting ready for this new venture, as it were? Uh, and B, you know, more to your point of what you just said. WWE is hot as hell, right? The last couple of years, man. Like, and especially the last sort of 12 months, breaking records left, right, and center. Going to Australia next year. You came to the UK for money in the bank. You did clash at the castle. Like, Puerto Rico is crazy. Uh, your WrestleMania speaks for itself. Like, it seems that WWE is just hot and hot and hot, selling out venues every week. You don't want to be off TV, right? You don't want to be this stagnant, like you said. You want to be a main player within that. Right, right, right. And that's the thing. When everything's exciting, you always want your name to be in the conversation. And for anyone that tells you, like, oh, I came to the WWE to just, you know, be here and be appreciated and, and live my goal and be happy. That's true in a sense. But if you're not here in some direction to be the man or be the main woman or be the main person that everyone's talking about, then, you know, it's not like you're wasting your time. But, like, in actuality, what are you here for? 
you know, and that's not a challenge to anyone. It's not a diss to anyone. That's just, that's just how we're looking at everything now. Like we want our name in a conversation because it, it got to a point where everyone kind of forgot who we were, you know, we're just going through the motions and, you know, everyone just kind of forgot who the street properties were. So now it's just now reasserting ourselves and like really going like, Hey, they need to put some respect on our name. Mm. So like those, those two months off, was that just kind of getting ready for the next thing, you know, like waiting right. for the next moment? Get ready for the next thing and kind of like just reevaluating myself. Cause sometimes, like you said, when everything's so hot and everything's moving and you kind of get so caught up in the mix that you never like sit back and like really look back on everything. And then I think that was a time for me to reflect and see where I am, see what I need to do to move forward and start making those adjustments so that when the time is ready and when it's time to, like we did, pull that trigger, you have to go. Mm. So so talk to me about how this uh, this union actually happens, because, I mean, I, the one thing I love about Bobby, man, he's so uh, like candid and transparent and like, he he openly loved the Hurt Business. Right. He, he said that to me and, and many people. That was a beloved thing of his. This is obviously something that he can sink his teeth into now. And it's just like mega talented group. Is it Bobby that kind of comes to you or is it maybe someone else that has the idea and brings you together? Like, what's the deal there? What's crazy about it is like this has kind of like been in the rumblings for like maybe like over a year or so because wow. like Bobby went conversations about, you know, like, you know, love the alliance you guys and, you know, you know, put you guys in that direction of going forward. So these conversations have been happening, you know, way before, you know, it actually came to television. And uh, so now to see it like actually come in fruition, like it just shows like everything takes it takes time. It's a process, you know, it's a process of not just the grind, but there's a process of filling everything out because, you know, if you look at it, we're kind of like meeting each other along the same wavelengths at the exact same time. You know, Bobby, you know, had his collision course and we kind of had ours and like, we kind of like all just meeting each other at the same time. So in a way, we're all like grooming each other and needing each other. Mm. I mean, I've told you before, man, uh, the work on your body the past couple of years, you look fantastic, right? Have Appreciate you, it. Have you done any working out with Bobby? This is the question. Uh, so have I done any training with Bobby before? Yes. Recently, no, because we're, we're on two different uh, plans right now. I'm actually getting ready for a uh, bodybuilding show on November 11th, Veterans wow. Day. So my training is a little bit different from his, mm. but I feel like – texting him, asking him, like, what he did today. And, you know, uh, I know last weekend he made a bet with me and Dawkins about uh, the Bears. You know, obviously the Bears not doing too well. And said, the Bears, you know, I got money on the Broncos. Broncos win, you know, I give y'all $50, 50 push-ups. <laughs> obviously the Bears did not win, so I'm $50 short and 50 push-ups in the hole, too. So. <laughs> you can take those to the bank. Yeah. You can take those uh, to the bank, brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, Again, we were talking about earlier, man, like these international shows that WWE are doing right now. That that, so, that feels like a wildly part, you know, of why things are so hot, in my opinion. Yes, man. Like I've, like, I've been watching this forever, and I've been saying it so much, it sounds redundant. But I feel like now this is, like, the biggest platform we have been at, like, ever. Like, I mean, obviously, what you're seeing with the – announcement of Elimination Chamber in such a big arena in February. And that t- technically to them, that's summertime. Mm, so we have yeah. 
new premium live event. And just to tell you how big that really is, like it's already said October and they've announced this now and people can get their pre-registration early. So it's a really, really big thing. And everyone in the company all across the board, the WWE superstars, everyone is so excited about this because we haven't been there in a very long time as well. But not only have we not just been there, but we haven't been there on such a grand stage like this, which is Elimination Chamber, which is actually one of the final stops before WrestleMania. So very, very, very huge event. Uh, it's going to be massive, man. So, like, anybody that can get a chance to be a part of it, whether they're streaming it or actually being there in person to enjoy it, to take in all the moments, you have to be a part of it. Elimination Chambers. I've got to echo those statements. I mean, again, like, it's a, it's a wonderful stadium show in Australia, but even just speaking as a Brit, right, like, <laughs> someone's at the door. Just typical <laughs> stuff. Um, hey, man. Food, man. Yeah, I always got to get the food, you know. <laughs> my, my, I've been I've been praying for my dog to be quiet the whole interview, and someone had to knock. They had to knock. It's because they knew the interview was happening, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and my missus is like washing the kids, so it's even worse. She can't even. Nah, that's good, man. That means you're a busy man. You got a good life. My my editing skills are going to be put to the test. Um, but I was going to say, man, like with uh, money in the bank you know, getting that big show. Cause I've been going to WWE shows for like 10, 12 years in the UK, but getting a massive pay-per-view like that, it is like, uh, it's, it's got that WWE magic on it that you don't think you're ever really going to get right. Like when it comes to your city, you get a real big show and that's what Australia are going to get next year too. And you know, John Cena's kind of promised us WrestleMania now. He kind of did it. He, yeah, he, he did. He put the rumblings in the air. Uh, they made the noise. So, like, usually anytime uh, Cena puts something in the air, it usually comes to fruition. So, like, you know, so I, I think it's it's not only just a huge possibility, but just now just a matter of when. So. You get me excited, Montez. Uh <laughs> Listen, I, I I don't know I don't know whether it's you want without, you know just without going into further detail about it you know just not even the possibilities just like win you know don't tempt me to write a headline here on Tez I'll do it I'll do it man um for you man like is it is it in terms of like what gets you excited about going to these places you know obviously for me great to come to the UK are you like you want someone to come to your home state is that what you enjoy most of WWE or are there places that you want to see big shows taken to that you'd love to perform. Oh man, I would love for us to go to Johannesburg. Uh, yeah. man. So like, like I remember right before the pandemic, that was one of the shows we actually had down, but you know, obviously the world shut down, but I would love for us to, you know, make rounds to get over there. Johannesburg, uh, South Africa, Africa, uh, all of those countries over there just because like never been also, uh, another place, uh, as well that I've never been definitely be Japan. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, have like, and those shows are obviously they're, they're going to happen, you know, obviously with the merger and the opportunities that are being presented for us, like these shows are going to happen. Obviously you see with the elimination chamber, you know, they're going to be more and more big shows. And it's just a matter of like, not just when, but also where these shows are happening. Uh, it's obviously going to be in places where, like you said, the WWE fans haven't had a chance to get that WWE home feel. And so all of those cities are going to be open up to now these new moments and opportunities happening where they can say, like, I was there. Mm-hmm. So a great time for the company. Very exciting for everyone. But those were I would say those would be like the top on my list to go, you know. 
Yeah, man, I've got to say, I, uh, it's on my bucket list to see WWE and MSG. And I know that, like, you know, we don't have, like, the Manias there and Royal Rumbles there anymore because, obviously, like, you know, it's a sta- they're stadium shows now. But, like, right, right. oh, man, I'd love it if they did it on, like, an anniversary or something. Yeah, every holiday tour, we always go to MSG. And it's always sold out. It's always a good feel. You know, a lot of people bring, like, their kids or family there for Christmas gifts. And it's a great Christmas gift. And it's a good time to be there, too. It's very festive. Yeah, just a couple more from me, man. Um, one being, like, you you and Bianca are, like, this, like, alias couple in WWE where you show up on oh, red really? carpets. You show up on red carpets, man. People are flashing, um, you know, clicking. Uh, is like, How is that dynamic for you two kind of, like, uh, you know, balancing the careers, your regular lives, if, you know, I use regular, like, if that's possible, well, I guess these days, um, you know, keeping each other motivated though and staying the course, you know, WWE is such obviously a volatile, unpredictable landscape, man. Like, but you're on this journey together. Like, I guess that hurts and helps. Like, how's that been for you two, just generally speaking? I'm telling you right now, man, and it's, it sounds cliche, but it's like the best thing ever. Like, you go through your experiences together, you go through your hardships, you go through your peaks and your valleys, and, and it makes it so much easier to understand someone that understands, like, things that you go through. Dude, that's an Amber Alert. So, yeah, that's an Amber Alert. Sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a worldwide test. So we just got a worldwide test. But anyway, <laughs> and speaking of worldwide tests, by us traveling and doing so much together and new experiences happening, new opportunities are happening. It's always good to be there for like support and like, you know, when these, when we're at some, some of these events, we're like, we'll catch each other, like looking across each other, like going like, yo, this is wild. Like, you know, so it's just cool. Like just like small moments like that, that we get to share. And like, you know, it's always that happening. You know, I don't have to like reach on my phone and go like, Oh babe, this happened. Like we're usually there for like, pretty much everything and it's been a blast man like and you can't ask for a better traveling partner or a tag partner in life than her you know and she always keep me on my toes because like i forget a lot of stuff so she makes sure like i keep everything with me <laughs> uh yeah man my 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 last one um you we've seen a lot of people floating back to nxt recently uh, uh, yes have the street profits had any conversations with Shawn Michaels down the pike? Uh, what do you think? You know, I, I talk to Sean a lot, man. And, uh, you know, home is home. You know, you never forget about home, you know. And home is, as you can see, home is getting very, very, it's always been exciting. But to some people, it's like, oh, you know, it, what's, what's going on over there now, you know. And it just lets everyone know, like, those individuals and the talent there is like bringing it. They're hungry. They're just as hungry as anyone else on Raw and SmackDown. And it's good to see like them getting the platform and the eyes on them that they do deserve. No Mercy was such a great uh, premium live event. I think that was the first one since the merger and it went so well. So it was good to show like, you know, like we're running on all three cylinders, not just Raw, not just SmackDown, but NXT as well. Oh, look out. I will look out for the uh, either the trio or the duo, whichever way I can get it, man. Uh, as you know, big fan of Montez, the man, the performer. Thank you for uh, giving us the time for your chat today with Mail Online. Appreciate it, boss, man. And uh, we'll see you all soon. I think we got a, a loop down there in late October, I believe. So, yeah, we'll see you guys real soon. You're good with a diary, man. No wonder they roll you out for these, eh? You know. <laughs>
Now it's my wife to keep it right here. So, <laughs> well, Montez, thank you very much, brother. Always appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.